This is Q Live Debate on Q Radio. An insightful time into listening to conversations about the LGBT community with interesting topics, debates, and more about their lives. Hey guys, welcome to the new edition of Q Live Debate with me, Aditya and Shreyas. Today, all of us are in a completely different space. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, completely like a different day, no? Yeah, yeah. Does it totally. feel like a weekend or feels like the longest of the Mondays? Longest of the Mondays, yeah. Yeah, you always feel like that. You feel like that even on a Sunday. But anyways, <laughs> guys, you're listening to Q Live Debate with me, Aditya and Shreyas. Today's topic uh, is something different. Today, uh, we are going to talk about... transgender issues a lot of issues that uh, people from this community face the kind of things that they have to face from outside world as well as uh, within community but since this is a q live debate and we try to incorporate as many views as many opinions of the people who have seen things of people who have been part of things of people who might have witnessed something in distance and may or may not know too much about it we try and incorporate all those views uh, in this place so today our guest is Tanvi she's going to join us very soon in the studio Tanvi is an eminent filmmaker she has been uh, Bangalore for almost 7 and 1/2 years she doesn't really like it when i call her an eminent filmmaker she makes faces from the other side of the studio but still that's how i like to describe her and if i'm not wrong in 2011 she made a uh, her film which is called between the two uh, which was on uh, which was based on few of the transgender issues she worked closely with a lot of people in the community but i'm not going to talk uh, too much about the film by myself i'm going to wait for tanvi to join us very soon and once she's here uh, she herself will tell you a lot more about uh, her film as well as her experience while working with these guys shreyas uh, mm-hmm. do you have anything to say have you ever like worked with such people have you ever come no uh, i i haven't got a chance to but looking okay. forward to okay So yeah I think it's better we just go But go sir, it's a very direct question I don't know how would you answer it but do they scare you do they confuse you do they put a lot of questions in your mind transgenders in general Oh uh, no rather no, do I you mean, know what exactly transgenders are Uh by whatever wikipedia explains it to be I know that but okay. if you could spell it out for me I won't but the... we we are getting somebody who will hopefully yeah. like throw yeah. some light on the subject for okay. us I'm here Shreyas is here and so is Tanvi Hi Tanvi Hi how are you I'm good thank you <laughs> Why do you seem a little skeptical scared or whatever like It's the first time I'm in a uh, you know studio <laughs> Awesome ye was a privilege yeah to have yeah. somebody like her for the first time in a studio space so Tanvi how are you liking our studio I think it's 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 gorgeous. It's uh, you know a little confusing, but uh, too many buttons around. <laughs> it's okay. Don't look at the buttons. Look at me. Look at Shreyas. Look at look at the screen. I don't know. Whatever whatever helps you talk. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm good. Awesome. Yeah. So Tanvi, uh, first of all, before we start talking about your film and your experiences, I would like to, uh, in fact, I would like to know myself and let our viewers know a bit about yourself. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and where you from, and what do you do, and stuff like that. So um I'm from Bombay and I came Yay, to my city. <laughs> <laughs> so I came to uh Bangalore in uh, 2006 to do my um uh my diploma in uh, filmmaking. Uh it's a design school called Shishri School of Art Design Technology. It's in Yalahanka and I studied there for four and a half years and then I worked there for two years. Okay. Um so my uh final diploma film is what i'm here to talk about which is uh, between the two and 
Um, when was this film made? This was made. It, it I started making it in 2010, early 2010, and it finished uh, by uh, January 2011. Okay, so it took you almost like half. A year. I was given six months to do it. Okay. And 20 minutes of film okay. <laughs> time to do it, but um, um, it took me a little more than that because uh, you know it was a space. I mean, the entire queer community, the transgender space. was something i wasn't at all familiar with i was completely um i had no idea so okay. my research took me most of my time it took me about 3 to 4 months just to get my research right to figure out where i wanted to make my film whether it was bombay or bangalore um finally i decided on bangalore uh, because i <laughs> i found the the you know the queer uh, community people in bangalore so loving nice and you know accepting of as an outsider bombay people um as opposed to bombay people where uh, i tried to make a lot of cold calls but okay. nobody really responded okay but no, i have heard some people say that the bombay community is as big as it is and as it's huge it's, it is it's absolutely it is happening it's huge it's it's cold big towards but smaller not, pockets i'm not saying it, they were cold towards me i made cold calls saying hello my name is so and so okay. and you know uh, but the response i got from bangalore was way more overwhelming and i didn't have the time to you know try and you know go okay. back to bombay okay. so over here it was so much more overwhelming especially since i've been here for like last four i mean i was there for the last four years okay uh, i think it was uh, it was more overwhelming for me to you know try and do it in bangalore okay than in bombay so But i'm not saying anything against bombay no no you can't <laughs> i'm sure you can't or won't ever have anything against that beautiful awesome exactly. crowded yeah, sweaty yeah. city <laughs> but all said and done so now uh, like sort of shifting to our actual topic how did you decide to ever like pick this subject up subject yeah, yeah. i mean it's not something uh, you know anyone would say oh let's work on transgenders no yeah. uh, so basically um in my uh, the last course that we had was based on bangalore city and we had to look at various aspects of bangalore city and make films short mobile films based on stories okay. we find in the city okay so uh, our facilitators actually took us to various institutions and spaces to familiarize ourselves with uh, with the city so one of the spaces they took us to was sangama uh, which was at that point of time uh, you know a, a sexual minority group uh, where uh, you know they had you know uh, various people from uh, the community come in and they gave them uh, medical care uh, psychological care uh, you know a space where they could you know like a common space where they could meet talk to each other and you know just be themselves to so socialize without yeah. thinking twice also the, the, i mean and and i mean i met so many people uh, there were auto rickshaw drivers there were people who were not comfortable there were married men who weren't comfortable by you know who weren't open weren't out of the closet and this was a space where they could openly come and be themselves be who they are and you know talk to people about their concerns and things like that so uh that's where i met sneha who okay. is the protagonist in my film okay. and um uh, i have this small little story about how uh we as students were sitting and were expecting someone to come and talk to us and uh, in walks in sneha very pretty beautiful woman with a lovely sari and uh, i was like wow that's that's a beautiful woman and then she opens her mouth and <laughs> and she starts talking and and there's this really deep manly voice and i'm like okay. whoa hold on wait <laughs> uh Doesn't is, sound like is a woman yeah really. is yeah. is this a woman or a man you know and um uh, then you know she comes up and says hi i'm sneha mahidra 
and in in good english which i wasn't really expecting because oh. Oh. i i mean uh, the only other experiences i've had with hijras are in bombay uh, on the local trains where you know they just you know beg you for money and you know go away or yeah basically we uh, already have an image of a, an uneducated uh, person from a really lower Social that is the yeah that's yeah. that's the you know stereotypical yeah, uh, exactly. viewpoint of what uh, we imagine hijras to be and of course our families or our mothers or somebody who you know love us will tell us that these are people you should not associate with or like be wary of yeah them, like be wary of them yeah. and uh, I remember when I was uh, in school and we were in this cab and my mum was like uh, this this hijra came to us begging for money and uh, the hijra saw the this exam board in my hand and she said give me money otherwise you know your daughter will fail <laughs> okay and my mom's like pay no attention to her you know and you know things like that yeah. and uh, that was the seed of fear that was sowed in my head about hijras okay that oh my god who are they what are they and uh, um i think we tend to make our own assumptions based on what our parents tell us so uh my assumption at that time was that just to beg for money uh, hijras would dress up as women oh and okay that was my my yeah. my assumption uh, okay okay I and it went on till i met sneha okay you know and it was so refreshing to see uh, sneha walk in and speak to all of us about so I'm sorry to cut you yeah, sure. so was this your first close encounter yes. with anybody from the community yes exactly okay that's why i want to talk about it because it just meeting sneha talking yeah. to her in english talking to her about uh, hijras and the history of hijras which she you know gave us in the talk um it blew my mind i was like i'm sitting here in real time talking to a hijra in english about you know uh, issues in the transgender community and it just blew my mind i'm like okay this has never happened to me before it, it felt really unrealistic okay it was shattering all my beliefs all okay. the social construct that was placed in my head and it just completely broke it apart and i'm i was for for many days i was still you know like just thinking about sneha and and you know I, i i was i was quite flabbergasted honestly speaking so this was in the beginning of 2011 Uh no this is 2010 2010 okay or i think december 2009 oh this was before obviously this, this was is before, before you started your project film, yes and 2010 is where you started okay yeah. so we are going to go ahead and uh, we are going to talk a lot about the actual project now in a bit but in fact there are a couple of other things that i also noticed while you were talking i i noticed how you mentioned sneha uh, the first time you saw her first of all the fact that you mentioned her as her number 1 and number 2 how you uh, spoke about her as a beautiful woman you yourself are a beautiful woman so no uh, all said and done i really want to get into the whole aspect of how do people perceive other people's gender and in general i'm not really talking from a very scary genetic or some sociological some theological perspective i'm talking in simple day to day terms because everybody i'm sure for whatever reasons has not given a thought to not just theirs but the subject of gender or <clears throat> a particular frame of reference for each gender that they have in their mind and just before our show we were talking about how the popular culture or popular uh, literature uh, so to say or in general our society has these frameworks for each gender or if not stereotypes at least these uh, rules where they try and define how a man or how a woman should be the image of gender that people have in society or how how do people perceive a particular gender in society and i think tanvi had some interesting points to make about the same um not me exactly so actually i'm <laughs> sorry i'm going to still stop you sure. uh 
Shreyas, yeah. I don't even think perfect. Define a woman. Uh, beautiful, completing. Completing, huh? I like that. Okay, beautiful, and, completing. And uh, uh, yeah, dude, that's that's those are the only <laughs> two words it. that. It's no, it's for see, it's perfect. She's beautiful and she's completing. Yeah. Like everything that you can't understand, she's completing. Also no, no. Okay, okay. So, uh, what do you, what is the, uh, what do you think a woman is? Now, this question, mm-hmm. very interestingly, was asked to Sushmita Sen for her final uh, Miss Universe. Oh, okay. What do you think? Why am I being is? asked this? Why not? You're as pretty and tall as Sushmita. What do you think are the qualities of being a woman? Qualities of being a woman. Yes. Ah, now that's a difficult spot to be. It's okay, no one's judging Shreyas, just say it out loud. No, to say out out loud something, I have to have something in my mind, right? Okay, fair yeah. enough, we'll give him some time to yeah. define his yeah. idea of woman, but till then, you what tell me. What about you? What about me? Yeah. Oh, so many things. <laughs> I don't know, but as he as he said completing, I don't know if I would use the same word, but I think always the word caring comes in my head. Like, it's, it's a very odd thought and people don't identify with it necessarily. But for me, sort of the words mother and woman are sort of synonymous because a like a woman is not always a mother to just her own child if you know what i mean it's 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 going to be a very weird statement if i say these things but i've seen a, a lady be a mother to her own husband or her brother or for that matter her father so i'm i'm not talking about in sexual autonomy she just she's just laughing no no i i i get it i'm laughing because that's exactly what sushmita said for her oh then he must have he must have just watched <laughs> it and remember because i know i know he he, sorry, he has a good remembrance a woman is one who shares and cares and shows a man what caring sharing is all about that's the no see i'm not talking she about sharing <laughs> but no that's okay. what i genuinely feel like that's how i would define a woman so in lot of people also the the and i'm not saying men aren't really caring but obviously men have really weird and sometimes really terrible way of showing that they care but thank you so I think we are digressing no no but thank you so much for illustrating uh, what the social construct is because what you said exactly is a social construct yeah do that This mo- the whole thing of being caring and is a mother and the yeah. whole thing of the men not 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 necessarily being caring but not really uh, you know uh, called that way yeah but that, that, that itself is a social construct through that and and talking about that i i would like to uh, i brought this book with me it's called uh, towards gender inclusivity a study on contemporary concerns around gender and it's written by sunil mohan and sumati murthy from bangalore hey, uh-huh. sumati i think has been one of yeah, our favorite has, guests on uh, so um, I'd like to just uh, talk about uh, the, the first chapter called gender. I just want to uh, you know quote a few sentences. Uh, the difference between biological sex and gender is not understood by most people. Most people believe that if you have a penis, you're a man, and if you have a vagina, then you're a woman. Uh, unquote. And uh, uh, I turn the page, and under the the social construct of gender, sh- uh, what they've written is. What people may not recognize is that there are actually many different genders that are outside of this gender binary. The reason that we are told that there are only two sexes and therefore only two genders is due to power and you know heteronormative and capitalist systems of control. Uh, unquote. So um, somehow I feel it's um, since most of I feel at least the world is uh, most of a patriarchal system of. Uh, you know, social construct. Uh, I feel um, at the end of the day, when one does not, when 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 
you sit in a bus and say see a woman and you see a man there's they dress in a certain way they look a certain way uh you know when you suddenly see an individual who looks a little different let's say a man who is wearing let's say you know unisex clothes and is slightly effeminate or if you see a, a woman on the bus who has a boy cut and is wearing a short and pants um i what i feel is most of the people they there's a certain confusion in their heads okay what is this person yeah. like i don't normally see this i mean i usually see two kinds of people what is this third kind you know and i think that's where you know uh, the social construct breaks in the person's mind and they're like okay i i don't know uh, i'm confused <laughs> what am i supposed to think of this person and there's this natural you know curiosity that is created uh, when you look at this person and then you're like okay this is unknown hence i want to fear it no and i also realize this because as much as we uh, talk so much out here we fight so much out here i know for a fact that there are a lot of people who would uh, a little comparatively more easily understand the concept of gay if not accept it right away there are a lot of people who at least as a concept understand what gay means ऑफ not just knowledge but complete lack of understanding of what it is or what it could be because as you rightly said and as crass as it sounds for them somebody who has a penis is a man for somebody who doesn't or somebody who has a vagina is a woman and beyond that they think anything and everything that is there is just a sort of abnormality which need not be acknowledged in any sense they for them it is something that should be hidden and should not be really made out open to the rest of the world it's like saying sex yeah it's like saying sex out loud it's like yeah <laughs> Yeah. you know for some reason i feel that uh, you know a lot of these things that we we are supposed to hide under the covers honestly if you actually look at stories of people of everyday people there is so much more to just this you know outer appearance that we seem to be keep through that in fact uh, we were talking uh, while we were talking about the image of a woman or image of a man we were going through some of the pages from was it ama chitra katha yeah it's in my me. film actually okay uh, <laughs> oh awesome so awesome finally we are back to the main subject of the evening tell us more about your film so uh, in the film there is one scene where i'm talking to sneha and we're we're flipping through this uh, this i think it was amrapali or one of those okay. comics from ama chitra katha about uh, the way um, the visual language through which uh these women are drawn in these books now yes i agree uh, we are trying to be as uh, close to you know um uh, our ancient history as possible where we're looking at what they wear and how they used to dress but a lot of it obviously uh, rests in our mind you know the mind of the person who's drawing it out the person who is uh, creating this visual language so so the person who drew out uh, I'm not trying to pinpoint at somebody whoever do amachitra katha but uh, as a as a society we tend to want to make our women look fairer uh, thinner have a hourglass figure uh, 
of course that as i said that's a social construct yeah so in my film i was talking to sneha about how she wanted to be like that woman okay in those pages okay she says uh, uh look at the way she walks and of course in 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 a comic book you can't really see an animated version of the woman walking but the the visual language is so set so deep in our minds that we can actually imagine how she would be walking and and sneha's like i want to walk like her i want to look like her sneha is trying to create herself because she knows that she society has already made a box okay even in my film as g uh, g is a, the other person in my film okay. who is uh, a female to male transgender in my film she sa- he says um society has made a box and sneha is trying to fit in that box okay but her her her, uh, her issue is completely different she is not only trying to fit in that box but she's trying to prove herself as a woman okay and say that look at me i'm trying to be a woman and i have to fit into the social construct otherwise so it's simultaneously accept me simultaneously trying to break the box that you already exactly. were like sort of too so fight in fit before and try and to fit in try to be a part of the woman because that also made me realize and when you said something like uh, imagine a woman uh, who's wearing like really tomboyish clothes like who's probably wearing a tie and a shirt and jeans or trousers whatever or a man who's dressed probably in a sari or punjabi dress or probably not as much but probably something a little more effeminate probably in a pink probably wearing jewelry i don't know and that's where and in my head first we were saying that people really get confused people don't understand but that also says that a person who's just finding out that he has more of a woman in him or however you would use the hims and hers out here but when he's finding out that there is a more of a woman in him still the image of woman inside his head that he wants to be is very much and very close to the image that society has of a woman like he feels that by wearing something a little more effeminate he'll be able to be he'll able to be a woman than he was before and i think isn't isn't that also part of the whole issue that you're like so sort of drowned by these images created by things around you that it just it's not just us who are outside the community or confused but also the people like within community who need to like sort of know what these emotions are is it sort of difficult for them to find go through this yeah. transition yes i think uh, the first in my experience of meeting uh, the number of people that i've met uh, in my opinion i think uh, the first step to uh, breaking any sort of social construct whether you're from the community or not is about identity about figuring out where you lie and while making my own film i had to question myself even okay. though i'm um, uh, i'm a heterosexual female i while i was making my film i had to keep on relooking at myself and uh, my own identity because i see people in front of me who are uh, they may be gay they may be bisexual they may be transgenders the first thing that comes into their minds is i i may be a man but i don't feel like a man okay you know and they question the, their entire identity or the space of what they've been led to believe uh, that's exactly what happened to me even though i am uh, you know a heterosexual female uh, for me i had to go back and think and think of myself as 
the times when I, you know, learned how to ride a Harley, uh, you know, a bike, you know, a bullet. Uh, I did not feel womanly at all. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, I felt really macho and, you know, happy about, you know, driving a bike, which I know a lot of women don't. But no, so that's the funniest thing. That's what I was talking about. That eventually it has come down to you, not just to yourself, but to the society around you, confirming to a particular title. But in your head, it has become a macho thing or frankly saying a manly thing to be riding a bike. Exactly. And for example, I am a terrible rider. I know I am a man. I know I am a heterosexual man. I really like to... I am a guy in all the possible bad ways that a guy can be. Like all the wrong things or stupid things that guys do. I do all of that. I am really terrible at riding. Please let me say it on air. <laughs> like I am sure it's a macho thing and I am like not trying trying to prove a point but as you yourself but said exactly my my entire feeling yeah. of it being a macho exactly. thing came from the ads that I saw okay. or you know the, the, the images of you see uh, of these biker dudes you know dri- yeah. driving these bikes and the women you know just you know uh, showing flesh and, the, and you know just standing very sexily in front of the bike Yeah. but I, I I'm not saying uh, I was confused even for a second about my identity as, a, as such but I was confused about the way I was feeling okay why am I feeling macho? Yeah. Why do I feel uh, suddenly, why do I feel very, you know, delicate and want to, you know, sort of sit properly when I'm wearing a sari? Huh. You know, by the way, I did ride a bike when I was wearing a sari and it was really confusing. <laughs> I wanted to sit nicely and at the same time I wanted to feel <laughs> macho. But like I said, it is a social construct and it is within me as well. I'm not trying to say that I'm above anybody else, whereas I feel, where I'm not... Um, you know sort of uh, uh, hit by the whole social construct of what a man and a woman is I am too I feel that way as well okay Uh, so I'm not trying to say that you know one should think of you know I'm not trying to be politically correct here yeah I feel these things as well you know that this is macho this is not macho this is womanly this is not womanly but I'm what at least what I'm trying to do is I'm attempting to actually at least understand these things I'm trying to understand how I'm looking at them and maybe maybe try to think out of the box and I think that eventually as I said earlier also I think it probably comes down to the unnecessary need which is not just like some somebody else somebody who's an ignorant person but it's inherent to us to conform to a particular title to a particular group so whether you're heterosexual or homosexual you want to know that you want to know that you belong to a particular name you belong under a particular title you know you want to say that I was born as a man, but you know what? I want to be a woman. Or I was born as a XYZ person, but I think I have discovered that I'm, that I am a homosexual. Exactly. What like the point that I'm actually trying to make here, which I was trying to make in the last few minutes, is that what I uh, while I made this film, of course, a lot changed about me yeah. and my thinking. But what the aha moment for me throughout this entire period was uh, at the end of the day, what I understood was. We are we are neither hot nor cold. We are not in either side of either spectrum. Yeah. You know, all of us fall somewhere in between that space. And that's true biologically as well as chemically as well, people. She's not talking just fancy psychological stuff, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> no, because that's true. All of us have quite a lot of amounts of hormones from both the genders. It's finally the level which decides our sexuality as well as whether we are or we feel like a man or a woman whatever so but uh, sort of taking it away from the topic that we are talking I know as long as it's uh, 
an idea of a particular man or a particular woman is in our heads and we just talk about it it's one thing but when that idea is really strong in somebody's head and especially in somebody who can make a lot of change good or bad possible then it sort of changes the entire dynamics of the situation and i'm i don't know if i'll be will be able to do it in too much detail today but i sort of want to talk about uh, the people with power to change these things people who are policy makers people who are taking care of law on behalf of all of us who need to like sort of keep all the bad things in check when they decide to take a particular stand towards anybody from lgbt community from because of whatever biases they have because of whatever views they have it it sort of becomes a tricky situation have you come across any such experiences during your film in particular um, with cops or with anyone involved um not exactly okay <laughs> but um, uh, in my film there is one scene where uh, i'm taking sneha for uh, getting her um, school leaving certificate from her old school uh, where we have to approach this uh, gentleman who um, is supposed to give it to her in her name which is sneha prabha but uh, he clearly refuses saying that i'm going to give it to you in the name of rajshekhar because that was your name when you were in the school and i can only give you a school leaving certificate in the name of rajshekhar whereas sneha wanted it in the name of sneha prabha because if she has to do further studies she needs to have her new name in place a new and real identity that she has wants made to live exactly with. and uh, she ha- even had a pan card she had you know printed it in the newspaper that you know look this Raj Shekhar is now Sneha Prabha, and that's the way it's going to be because that's what we do, right? We put it in the newspaper, and we have a new pan card or have other documents that state that we are uh, this new identity or this new person. Uh, so this gentleman would uh, was completely, uh, you know, unwilling to understand that <laughs> Sneha's name has been changed, okay, and that we need to go to a high court. Okay. And we need to go through get a whole lot of other documents, notary certificates and a whole lot of other documents. Even though she had other valid documents she had, in she her had, name. She had valid documents. But she was asked to uh, so I have this on tape in my film. It's okay. all there. Okay. And uh, I'm not saying that this poor gentleman was trying to harass her. I'm okay. sure he had his own reasons, but at the same time sometimes I feel if i went to that school and i said you know what i'm changing my name from tanvi to sneha okay. or any other female name i am sure i wouldn't have been asked to get a notary notary certificate from the high court or something yeah. like that i think you would have just given it to me okay that's my personal belief cool serious what do you think like uh, in like there are there's a karnataka police act also which i want to touch upon at some point of time for example the police act uh, and correct me if i'm wrong especially if you're listening pick up your phones and correct me if i'm wrong but i think the act says that if you are a transgender and staying in the city limits you have to register yourself okay not like the way at, at the police station okay. so the way the, they have a registry of criminals mm-hmm. and they know oh, their so where they have they uh, have to have a register like you have to be registered in a police station if you are a transgender oh, oh. which which is just as good as saying That's, that yeah uh, like we need to know about like your whereabouts all the time if you belong to a particular community so they they basically are treating all the transgender people like the cons no i mean in, in, in different sort of way like i'm sure yeah. there are other details of yeah. the act that we aren't sure of right now and if somebody knows the details better please yeah. uh, help us understand but that is what i'm talking about that it's the image that you would easily treat two people 
the moment you find a really small detail about them as small as their sexuality but guys uh, the talk is going to be on we are going to know a lot more about tanvi and her films i just said we are going to know a lot more yeah I mean, we are going to know a lot more about Tanvi and her film, and also the people involved throughout the process. Tanvi's close friend uh, with us on call, and we are going to talk to him. In fact, I'll let Tanvi introduce him. Before that, hi, Ji, are you there? Hello. Ji, can you hear us? Hello. Hello. Oh, so I think there seems to be some problem with G. So before we uh, get him on again, Tanvi, tell tell us a little bit about him. So um, I met G through Sneha, and uh, uh, G is a female to male transgender. Okay. Uh, which is actually quite. I mean, uh, there are many uh, female to male transgenders. Okay. But they're not known of. Okay. In you know, everybody knows Hijras. Yeah. they're famous yeah. <laughs> uh whereas female to male transgenders are not very you know well uh, promoted i don't know if the, that's the right word uh so or is it easier uh, probably because it's easier for a female to male transgender to sort of not hide is the right word but sort of mingle with no i think i think because hijras have been a part of indian society ever since the mogul era yeah. right so hijras have always been there we know about them it's 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 a well known fact yeah whereas if you look at um um uh, female to male transgender they they've not been spoken about not been written about uh, as far as i know at least okay. i couldn't find any uh, you know research online at least okay. when i was searching my film uh, so uh, it's not like i didn't know that they existed it just wasn't formally told to me that you know here we're here Okay. You know, so when I met G, uh, I wasn't surprised or anything, but at the same time, it was very refreshing to meet someone like G. Okay. So uh, I, we were sitting one day uh, with Sneha because earlier my film was supposed to be only about Sneha. Okay. Uh, but one day we were sitting with G and having this amazing conversation about uh, you know gender stereotypes and you know what it means to be a woman, and especially looking at it from her point of view because uh, his point of view. Sorry now, uh, but. Um, Oh, so that time uh, he had not gone through the transformation yet. Well, uh, he was still uh, referring to himself as he. Okay. But yet, I mean, I knew that uh, his name was Gayatri. So, okay. Uh, it's a little difficult for me now to move on. But right now, yes, uh, G is in the process of uh, transforming into. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, so. when i was sitting with them um, i realized ji had a lot of beautiful points to say uh, about my film and you know what sh- what you know he would like to you know his view points were very essential to the way my film went and i was like i must have you in my film uh, so thanks to that uh, ji uh, contributed a whole lot to my film about explaining not only what is happening but you know actually putting them into words and making it into a concept okay and that's how i was able to you know bring my film about so uh, i couldn't have done it without him so uh, but we also have uh, this notion like most of the times we see it for obvious reasons that people from a uh, middle or lower uh, social strata mm-hmm. who belong to uh, the transgender community are usually like denied the normal or proper jobs or normal chance to probably get educated beyond a point or housing or lot of things uh but but what is the scene with people who belong to higher class do they handle it in a different way do they have to hide themselves in a particular way while they are going through it any experiences on on, on that front uh 
uh, no experiences as such but uh, i know that you know it's much like to an extent it's actually you can take it either way it could be easier or it could be more difficult because if you are from a really rich well known family i mean to come out like i mean um, yeah. there was the prince of uh, gujarat um, uh, prince mahendra i think he um, uh, he he came out as a as a gay prince okay you know but i'm sure it was been really difficult for him yeah. because i mean you're supposed to be you know a certain way when you're a prince and you're you know representing a whole space so uh but i feel to quite an extent they do have uh, a lot of you know advantages okay you know uh education um you know um accessibility to um you know people doctors uh psychological psycholo- psychological uh doctors and i guess i guess it, it could be taken either way okay cool so uh guys even though we couldn't get g on call we heard a lot about him and yeah guess what you finally managed to get the man on the call the one that you have been waiting for all this time g hi hello hi so would you like to say hi to tanvi as well <laughs> yeah hi tanvi hi so i'm not going to pretend like i'm just डायरेक्टली फेल्ट and we would like actually like a first person account but apart from other topics one thing that we specifically wanted to ask about is we're talking about people with power in their hands to like do something about these things there are policy yeah. makers there are cops who are like taking uh, like you know holding a uh, lot true on our behalf i want to know what are your views or uh, if there are any specific experiences regarding the same area even you don't have to take any names but if there are any good or bad experiences that you have had uh, all during all these years right right so i am i have uh, worked in an ngo and i have also organized outside of ngo so okay. i see ngos who have uh, kind of co-opted this hiv market and hiv funding and uh, who mobilize the trans community as the biggest threat to politics within the community because even if you are talking about policy makers there's that uh, cs varkanath committee report which gives a lot of benefits to trans people and which recognizes trans people and it's actually a quite a progressive report the we were talking about image of a person uh, image of a woman or image of a man in everybody's head jaise aapne kaha the moment you hear the word hijra because that's the only word almost entire country is known for all the time except those who are bothered to study the moment you see that word you have a particular image of a, a really weird person dressed in other sexes clothes and begging in trains that's your image of a particular gender which is so sad and when you hear somebody so learned so so I'm confident I'm sorry but I must uh, say something about this whole uh, construct of hijra in a train uh, after this episode with sneha we were going somewhere we were going to bombay from bangalore by train uh, by sleeper class and this one hijra saunters in now all of us have just recently been sensitized to yeah. hijras right so we want to be all welcoming and all yeah. so we're like oh we're playing antakshri please come and you know sing with us and this hijra was so overwhelmed because this hijra had never experienced a group of people in 
inviting her to sing with them while she's begging. Yeah, that's more than I think you know, they have never experienced so, a welcoming gesture in general. No, tell me. Uh, let me tell you one thing this this uh, i think her name was madhuri okay. uh, this hijra on the train uh, she was so overwhelmed she sat with us for four five stations uh, and we sang with her she sang with us we hugged her you know and she was so happy she got off the she had to get off the next station she got off she pulled us down she went to the next you know uh, you know chip wala or whatever you know she bought us uh, 16 17 packets of chips she I bought see. us uh, two three you know bottles of coke and said this is from me to you for being so nice oh my god she did this for us she 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 took whatever money she had collected and she 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 bought us these things for our journey forward and as much can as you imagine that a really nice moment and a really nice gesture on behalf of you guys as well as her it's also a bit sad that simple humanity simple somebody is just smiling at someone else or just being welcoming has become such a rare thing for exactly. so many people for so many groups for so many communities that it's it's a commodity bigger than all the money in the world that they don't really have a normal person walking down on the road and who will just look at them and smile at them yeah and treat them like everyone else but i guess that's the world we are trying to change all of us here show by show step by step but i think anyone who's listening there and uh, it's not like i'm trying to promote myself <laughs> but seriously if you see my film you will forget within 10 minutes of watching the film you will forget that sneha is a hijra and thanks a lot guys it has been a wonderful day and a wonderful show it was awesome to have tanvi here in fact very soon i'm planning to call her back on the show either with chi or with sneha or even alone tanvi you're an awesome guest to have on show so thank don't worry so i'll probably thank call you either the next time but guys thanks for tuning in this was q live debate this is aditya and shreyas bye 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 guys thanks for tuning in